Latte Podcast family, welcome to Motherhood in Black and White. My name is Kanji. I'm Tara. And we are super excited that you've decided to join us for this special holiday edition of our podcast. Before we talk about a few of our favorite things this holiday season, let's revisit last week's episode where we played a game of Never Have We Ever. Mm -hmm, The mom edition. The mama edition. That's right. Yeah, not the college edition. (laughs) And Tara lost. I did. So part of her defeat, which I'm not going to really talk about too much because that would just be cruel. You just say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. (laughs) Because you haven't really lost at a lot of things in life, Tara. You're a winner. That's right. I am a winner, except when Kanji's involved, apparently. I lose Kanji. Apparently, I did not count correctly when we were playing and recording (laughs) because I got off track. But I still won. You still won. Even though my score was a little off. But... Part of your prize slash reward slash punishment Mm -hmm. was to watch a movie of my choice. That's right. And that movie was Jingle Jangle. Mm -hmm. So did you get a chance to watch Jingle Jangle on Netflix? I did. Gage and I sat down and watched it. And I will say, if losing to you means I have to watch great movies like that, then I'll just keep losing. That was no problem for us. Yeah, yeah. So Jingle Jangle is the new Christmas movie. And it's really special and important because it's a family holiday movie That is on Netflix with broad release that features um, black American characters. That's right. Yeah. So what did you think with Forrest Whitaker and the fantastic Felicia Rashad? Yes. 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 So I loved it. And Gage really enjoyed it, too. We both agreed maybe maybe 10 or 15 minutes long. You know, like sometimes you can just tell a movie there's like little dips where you're like, okay, well, this could have been a little shorter. But um, we both loved the story and we thought it was so good. He right from the beginning was like pointing out spoilers that ended up he just he's just like dad he can't just watch a show he's Mm going to tell you what the spoilers are which i won't give on the podcast if you haven't watched it we really liked it and we were looking into it gage thought it was super fun he he wanted to invent some stuff himself yeah keeping the kids minds and ears and eyes open one thing that i like about that movie and the reason i chose it is netflix was showing that a lot of these movies that are geared towards and promoted towards black American households mm-hmm. aren't watched that often by white families. Yes. You know, and and it's so disappointing to me because a lot of times white families tend to say, oh, I'm not going to watch this because this is a black show right. or it's for black kids or it's for black people. And I think that we lose so much of understanding and of communication and culture and having opportunities like this because it wasn't just for black people. It was not. Right? No. hundred percent. It wasn't just for girls. It wasn't just for no. boys. Mm-mm. It was a family, family movie that was super fun and lighthearted. And it showed about the hope and the belief that is central to this part of our holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gauge uh, what I, what I love about gauge too, is that we do watch, uh, I was thinking about this because you and I have had these conversations multiple times and I was like, we do watch a pretty good mix of shows. Yeah. And I love that. Like he and I sit down to watch a show like that and it doesn't even occur to him that it's not for him. He's just like, Oh, you know, this is super fun. It's got kids in it. It's about inventing. And, you know, he was totally into it. He didn't care that the main character was a girl or that all the characters were African-American and they didn't look like him. He was in, like he bought in right away. I loved it. And I think that that goes back to the way that you and Jason have raised him, yeah. you know, and, and we, talk a little bit about the premise of this show and we talk about what's so important when we're trying to raise race conscious kids and how we can talk about having a culture of inclusivity and belonging 
And a lot of it's just about exposure and normalizing our differences. Right. 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 And so I think that's something that Jingle Jangle does so very well. It celebrates the differences of that particular family Mm -hmm. and it brings it to the forefront. So it's something that I would recommend. And I'm so glad that I won last week. Because we all know, podcast family, that Tara has terrible choice in music <laughs> and pop culture. And I would have hated to have seen or heard what she would have asked me to watch. How dare you? Truth. <laughs> Truth. You don't know. <laughs> but happy early Merry Christmas, Tara. We're going to dive into this week's episode. Let's talk about a few of our favorite things. Yes. Which was actually one of my favorite songs from the movie Sound of Music. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So what we're going to do is just talk a little bit about Christmas to get to know each other. Christmas season can be a bit hectic. Mm-hmm. So let's just take some time and maybe while you listeners are wrapping presents or making dinner, you can take some time to, to listen along with us and then always chime in. We love it when you comment on, on our posts and interact with us on social media or on our webpage. So take some time, get some hot cocoa, some eggnog, mm-hmm. and let's go ahead and let's dive in. Let's jump in. Let's start talking about movies. Okay. So we talked about the Netflix movie. Let's talk about traditional holiday movies. Yes. What is your favorite traditional Christmas movie? Okay, so traditional, I I went round and round. I think my favorite traditional, if you go all the way back to when I was a kid, was always The Grinch. I loved the cartoon version, mm-hmm. the original, original. I loved The Grinch. And then as I was an older kid, I don't know if it's traditional, it seems traditional to me, but probably Home Alone is like my favorite older one. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we probably should have an understanding of what's traditional versus what's modern. Yeah, yeah, because I kept thinking like kid versus as an adult. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, Grinch feels like the traditional choice. Like, I think everybody grew up watching that one, the original. Right. Um, But man, I could recite Home Alone to you when I was a kid. And Gage loves Home Alone. Yeah. It's it's his favorite. Well, my favorite traditional movie has to be Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I love that one. I also liked White Christmas with Bing Crosby. I loved a lot of the really traditional movies. And for a modern movie, I think I would say that Love Actually is something that when it comes on TV, I am not turning the channel ever. Ever. That's, you were smiling favorite. and grinning. Yes. How that's come you my didn't favorite. pick that one then? Well, that's my my modern choice. Oh. So it, when we were, yeah, when we were going to talk modern, I didn't do them at the same time. My modern choice is Love Actually. Mm. I, and you know, I have people that will fight me on it. Like, oh, it's not holiday. I'm like, Yes, it is. That is a Christmas movie. That is my favorite modern Christmas movie. Do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Yes, I do. <laughs> so just last week, um, Joey tried to get Roman to watch Die Hard. Really? Yeah, it didn't age well. <laughs> Roman got through about 20 minutes and he was like, Dad, this movie is not good. See, kids today, they're just spoiled on all the CGI and yeah. the action. Die Hard is solid. Yeah. I, th- I think that Joey is also waiting. His favorite holiday movie is It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. And he can't wait to watch that with Roman. And still to this day, he cries every single time he sees that movie. Ooh, wait, maybe I shouldn't be saying that. It is what it is. It is, it well, is what I'll, it is. So I'll tell you my little indulgence modern movie that makes me cry is um, it's such a silly choice, but Best Man Holiday. Do you yeah. watch Christmas Holiday? I oh, did. God. So the writer and director went to Georgetown with me. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Malcolm, that movie Malcolm so Lee. much. And I just sit and cry. It's my Christmas cry. It's your Christmas <laughs> cry movie. We got to have a few of those. Yeah. Definitely have to have a few Christmas cry movies. My, um, I also love A Christmas Story, mm-hmm. you know, with Ralphie and, and Roman loves that movie too. And that's where we kind of 
have the question, is it modern or is it traditional? Because that movie came out in the early 1980s. Yeah. So for me, I think it's a modern movie because I was a kid. But then I've realized that was mm, a long time ago. <laughs> so long. It's totally traditional. So, you know, it's we're reaching a point where like we get in the car and they're like, we're going to play some old school hip hop back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, the classics. Yeah. And when the classic songs start being the songs that you grew up to. Yes. And when you realize like, oh my goodness. That's what's happening to me right now. I mean, we're in that decade, right? Mm -hmm. Where like all of a sudden the things we like are vintage Vintage. and coming back. And I'm like, did they leave? (laughs) They did. And they're almost 40 years old. Oh my God. It's crazy. It's crazy. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite Christmas song? Okay, so I'll do both versions on this. So if we just go with old school, true Christmas carols, my very favorite is Oh Holy Night. Mm. That fall on your knees refrain gets me every time. It's another one of my Christmas cries. And it doesn't matter what version. Mm. If it's Patty, if it's Mariah, if it's Jennifer Hudson, I don't care. Any version of that song gets me. Um, But for like my pop fun times, of course... The classic All I Want for Christmas, Mariah mm-hmm. Carey. But I really love uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. <laughs> totally judging you. You can judge me all you want. That song still bangs. It care. never banged. It never banged. Not like Ricky Martin, She Bangs. Oh. That song didn't bang. Didn't bang. Didn't bang. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Totally What about you? you? Um, my favorite modern song mm-hmm. again it's not really modern because the song came out in 1970 but it is this christmas by donny hathaway yes the late great donny hathaway oh, um my favorite traditional christmas song would have to be uh silent night really yeah i just love listening to silent night and i always love the reminder about the reason for the season mm-hmm. you know we started this podcast episode and i wished you merry christmas mm-hmm. and you know that every year we have people that are criticizing about the attack on Christmas and whether or not you should say happy holidays. And I know that you celebrate Christmas. That's why I wished you Merry Christmas. Right. But I tend to say happy holidays. And let me explain to you what I tell my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you can agree or disagree. I'd love your opinion on this, Tara. It would be egotistical of me and very self-centered to assume or presume that I know what the either religious affiliation or the celebratory um, position is of someone I'm meeting or passing, Mm -hmm. right? And I think it's very centered of a person to say, Merry Christmas, when the person on the receiving end might not be a Christian. Mm -hmm. And we just don't know that a lot of times when you see someone in the store, when you pass someone. And so when I say happy holidays, it doesn't diminish the fact that I'm a Christian and I'm a woman of deep faith. It recognizes that I may not know you, but I'm going to honor who you are because- I think of what it would feel like or seem like if it was the shoe was on the other foot and everyone went, somebody was saying, oh, happy Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah, and you didn't celebrate it. Right, you know? right. So for that reason, I tend to say happy holidays, unless it's someone that I know is a person who's Christian and celebrates Christmas. No, I do the same thing. I say happy holidays or, and, and I'd go a little further. Like if I know they celebrate Christmas, I say Merry Christmas. If I know they celebrate Hanukkah, I say happy Hanukkah. You know, if, if I know for a fact that it's a different holiday season for them, I try to be specific if I can. Um, but I mean, I think happy holidays, I say it all the time. I just, I, I agree with you. I think it's, it's lazy to just assume we're all kind of doing the same thing and yeah. following the same thing. I think it's, I think it just takes an extra 
step of care that I like to take just right. to be um, inclusive. I love that. Yeah. And, um, you know, and sometimes we say um, we wish people a joyous Kwanzaa. And next week, actually, on the episode, uh, I would love to share with you about the Kwanzaa holiday and the tradition so you understand what it is and can share it with your son. How yeah. do you feel about that? I'm very excited about yes. that. Okay, yes. Okay. So that'll be next week, family. And again, if you have not subscribed on any of the listening platforms, please do so. Please do that. All we want for Christmas are you to subscribe to us on all those listening platforms and leave us reviews. We love it. Is that all you want for Christmas? That's all I want for Christmas. Really? Yeah, this is one of those years where I'm just, I don't want a lot. I just want everybody to be happy and safe and healthy. I'm having that kind of year. Yeah, I totally feel you on that one. So everyone, let's make Tara's Christmas wish come true. Hit that subscribe <laughs> button, please. Hit please. that subscribe button. And what's your favorite television movie or special? For the holidays? For the holidays. Ooh, I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, oh, you know what I'll say? It's new, though. Uh, I've really gotten into the holiday baking shows. Like yeah. Great Great British Bake Off does a holiday. I love it. So I, I probably those are going to be my favorites are the baking shows. Those are great. Yeah, they're fun. I like the old like CBS specials that come on for 30 minutes. I love the original, the classic Frosty the Snowman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. was that a TV show? Yeah. A oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, like Frosty the Snowman. Yes. Ruth yes. Ruth. But this is what I know about Frosty the Snowman mm-hmm. in 2020. Okay. If Frosty had <laughs> a magic eight ball mm-hmm. and could see into the future, mm-hmm. he would have left poor little Karen up at the North Pole because Karen <laughs> has just been the worst in 2020. For That's sure. all I'm going to say about that. That's all we're going to say about Frosty, please leave Karen at the North Pole. Those shows do not age for sure. <laughs> those characters don't. That's not good. Not at all. Not at all. But sweet little, sweet little Karen. We see in 2020 what she became. Okay. Um, and, and, and one last question about Christmas pop culture. Mm-hmm. Another one of my favorite televised shows is, of course, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm-hmm. Which is your favorite of the reindeer? Oh, well, I mean, Vixen. Vixen. Clearly. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Listen. Obviously. That right there. Stevie <laughs> so, Wonder so saw that coming. <laughs> Stevie Wonder saw that one coming. But did you know that the reindeer are all females? I did know that. You did? Yes. And how do you know? So I learned that via internet memes a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. I don't know when it started going around, but it was hitting social media pretty hard and I and I found out. And then staying on the pop culture kick, if you watch The Christmas Chronicles, which is the Kurt Russell Netflix movie, okay, and then they did a second one this year. We haven't seen it yet. Okay, so the first one came out last year, the second one came out this year. They're fin- they're phenomenal and they reference the reindeer as she and talk to him about talk to him about them like they're females. Vixen's his main mm-hmm. reindeer. Okay. It's awesome. Yeah. I was like, see Gage, they're girls. <laughs> right. And then you say if you want to talk about scientifically, you know they're girls because males shed their antlers. That's right. And I just question why it is that we grew up assuming or were told that the reindeer were men, but I'm glad that that's changing. I agree. You know, and that's a part of the evolution of where we are now. And that's the inclusive nature of the world we're trying to to raise our kids to, to, to understand. Yeah. Right. So yes, Vixen, she is my favorite as well. <laughs> yeah, she's got the best name for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Knew she was going to be your favorite. Mm-hmm. So that's just a little bit about some of the pop culture um, Christmas things that have happened in our lives that kind of help shape who we are and things that we try to every year watch, listen to, yeah. you know, with the Christmas season, we talk about why it's so special. 
families getting together and, and remembering the reason for the season about belief and, and about joy and all of the good things this world has to offer. Let's go back a bit. What is one of your favorite Christmas traditions or memories that kind of you carry with you today? Yeah. And carry on with your son. So I think my very favorite memory slash tradition is when I was a kid growing up for a very long time. I mean, all the way until I was well into my teens and basically an adult, we would all, uh, on my dad's side, we all got together and it was on Christmas Eve for years and years and years. And then it bounced around a little bit, but we always got together for Christmas. And one of the rules was, you know, cause us kids, there was 10 or 11 us cousins and we always wanted to open the presents. Can we open the presents? Can we open the presents? Can we open the, and the rule was that a, it had to be dark and B we had to sing. So they would make us get in front of the tree and they would make us sing Christmas carols to open presents. And what's great about that is now we make our kids do it. Mm. And we have this great picture from last year of all of our kids lined up making them sing in this video. And um, I just love it. Uh, You know, there hasn't been much in my life that has stayed the same year over year. But that's like one thing that has never changed in my life is that Christmas tradition. And you're continuing to carry it forward. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's so powerful and so important. Yeah, I I love love it. I didn't really have a lot of fantastic memories. There are things that were standing out about my childhood Christmas, but I will say that the one thing that I remember every year, and and we do this to this day, is, is just I remember decorating the Christmas tree and the soundtrack that played either at my mom's house or or even now I play with my family. It's the Temptations Christmas album on repeat. Oh, I and love we, that. We just decorating the Christmas tree and hanging up the stockings, listening to the Temptations Christmas album. And so I see my nieces and nephews, they know all of the songs. And whenever I hear a Temptations Christmas song, it just takes me back to hanging my childhood ornament. And I see my fifth grade ornament up on my mom's tree. Yeah. Even to this day, yeah. I try to hide it, but <laughs> she, she She's counting on me making it big one day so she can like sell that to National Enquirer. Those pictures. <laughs> it's her retirement plan. <laughs> <laughs> that and plan the lottery, baby. Uh, you know. You gotta have a plan. A couple of different plan. plans. Yeah, plan yeah. B, plan C. So sharing our favorite Christmas memories, sharing our favorite Christmas things. Mm-hmm. Let's maybe offer some suggestions to some of our listeners about some of the few of our favorite things that we can give to others during this Christmas season of giving. Okay. So maybe, yeah, you want to talk about maybe some of our favorite gift ideas? Yeah, let's do that. This year yeah, or in general? Good. Yeah. Um, well, let's start with, you start. Let's start with like kids. Yeah. So one thing that I love suggesting that people give to kids is a toy or a doll, but not necessarily a toy or doll that they want, Yeah. but something that they need. And then, of course, the question, listeners, you guys are going to say is, what toy or doll does any child need? (laughs) Valid question. Yeah. And I think that this goes back to what we talked about last week on our Never Have I Ever episode. Mm -hmm. I would love to have a Christmas where all families were able to give small kids, especially dolls that um, don't look like their family or books that have characters that don't look like their family or watch shows of people that don't look like their family and start to have these conversations that normalize them around fun, joyous celebrations and activities. You know, yeah. I think uh, having 
a, a white child and giving her a doll that has black hair and brown skin could be so powerful because those kids just see the dolls as beautiful, you right. know, and we do this at a young age and they start to see things that don't look like them and see that there's beauty in the other. Yeah. And we normalize it and we accept it and we celebrate it. And I think what better time than at Christmas? I love so, that. Thank you. Yeah, I love that. That's a good idea. So what do you think people should give kids? So that was such a lovely, deep, suggestion, I'm going to tell you, I have a very specific, <laughs> not as intelligent suggestion, but um, a couple of Christmases ago, I found this uh, toy that I bought a few of my cousin's kids and it was a huge win. And so now anytime I'm giving for a kid in that age range, like three to six, I always get mm-hmm. it. And it's this, um, it's, it's a fly bar uh, pogo it's, it's not like a traditional pogo stick. Yeah. It's got like a soft block that they stand on and it's a bungee and they can jump with it. And Ooh. so it's less, it's not dangerous. You know, you know, the old pogos we all tried to kill ourselves on. And so it's really nice, but every kid loved it. Like even the big kids wanted to play on it. And I, I love that as a small kid gift. And I really like the um, Melissa and Doug gifts. I do yes. the Melissa and Doug toys a lot. Yes. I like the wooden sets and I like to, I am personally, I like to do the thing where I give girls doctor sets and mm-hmm. science sets and I give boys cooking sets and, you know, I try to mix it up. Absolutely. I try yeah. to mix it up. So I do that. that I do is that. Wonderful. I try to mix up the gender assignments there and give everybody a little something special. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to see what you got me <laughs> because it seems like you're such a great gift giver. I try really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So what um, for your birthday a couple of years, I tried really hard mm-hmm. to find you something when I found out it was your birthday. Yeah. And I knew the things that you were into. We know yeah. that everybody who knows you knows that you love Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's true. Yep. And so I went out that day and I was like, I have to find her something that's Wonder Woman. And you you had told me a couple of days before that, that you were into puzzles. Yes. Which blew my mind. And I knew that on that day, we'd be friends forever. <laughs> forever. Because, yeah. <laughs> we're both puzzle nerds. Yeah. Um, and so we got the puzzle and, yes. then, and then yes. the Wonder Woman thing. Yeah. 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 I loved it. Yes. I'm glad. I hope it was one of your favorite presents ever. What is your favorite present that you've ever received for Christmas? Uh, oh, that's tough. Um, the first thing I think of, which is kind of a funny thing, um, a few years ago, maybe, no, it's been a while, maybe 10 years ago, maybe just pre-Gage or maybe the first year we had Gage when... You know, we were doing okay, but we were sure, for sure tight. We had a newborn and, you know, lots of stuff going on. And um, so it was a smaller Christmas. And J- Jason actually drew me a card with like a coupon for a favor, you know, just like a hug or something. And But he like drew this whole picture on the front and like wrote a little poem. And I still have that. I think it was the, and then I guess it was, it was a, kind of unlike him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's not a super schmoopy guy. So it was kind of unlike him, but I loved it so much. I never would have thought that uh, he would do something like that. And I still have that. I love it. You said at the beginning of the show that this year, there's not much that you want or need yeah. other than from our podcast listeners to subscribe and review the show. Yeah. Um, how is it when you have a kid? And I know right now my son's at the age where there really isn't anything that he needs. Right. There are very few things that he wants. Right. Do you give him homemade gifts or or, or what kind of path are we going down right now with Gage? 
Gage actually did want a few things. <laughs> so, um, you know, I got him the stuff he wanted. It's, I mean, nothing crazy. It's not like he wanted, you know, a $2,500 computer or anything like that. So we got him, you know, some of the stuff he wanted. But I also try to do, I do get him some clothes this time of year because it's just easy and he usually needs some around this time. So that's utilitarian, obviously. Um, but I also try to get us like, get him like a board game we can play as a family yeah. or a Lego set we can all do together. I try to do stuff like that um, and kind of toss that in the mix so that, you know, there's something for all of us too. One of my friends, uh, Bridget, she came up with a great idea a few years ago. And she said that for her Christmas, they give their kids three gifts. Um, it's a need, a read, and a, and want. a want. Yeah, And I'd heard that and it's something that i thought I was going to try to do until I get behind <laughs> that computer with the Amazon button. And it's it just tough. add to cart, add to I cart. Know. And you get to a point, I don't know if you're like this, Tara. And yeah. listeners, I don't know if you're this way either, but I just forget what I've ordered. What you ordered, yes. Yes. It's so bad. Because it, it packages come every day. You know this. Every time you come to my house, there's a package outside. <laughs> and I have no idea what's inside of them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but my favorite, favorite, favorite thing on Christmas morning mm -hmm. is to see um, the joy on Roman's face. Yeah. And the shock on his face when he opens his gifts. And to see the shock on my husband's face when Roman opens his gifts because he's like, what did we get him this year? You know, yes. <laughs> that's the favorite part. It's like, yeah, what did we get? And I don't know if other moms are that way, but I think a lot of times at Christmas, the moms are the ones that buy all of the gifts, just not only for the immediate family, but also, you know, for family friends oh, yeah. and extended family and things like that. So yeah, Jason's mom um, is in Atlanta and she's not going to get to come visit because of um, COVID. And so I, you know, I was texting with her and I'm like, tell me what you want. I'll just ship it to you. And she and I did that all, you know, between the two of us. And so I was, you know, Jason and I were talking the other night and I go, oh, your mom got her gift. And he's like, what did we get her? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, here, I'll show it to you. I mean, he would have never even known that I sent her a gift. It uh, made me laugh But so do you hard. think he assumed that you were going to send her a gift? Probably. Yeah. I think at some point he would have gone, we sent my mom a gift, right? And I would say, yes, we did. We did. As a matter of fact. <laughs> I love the marital we. The marital we. I, so much. Did we? Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Is we still a game system that people use? The we, does that even exist? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I know that the PlayStation 5 is the big gift oh this gosh. year. And Gage tried to pull that out. Oh, boy. No, you're the, crazy. <laughs> the resellers are asking almost $1,000 for that silly game set that they made and yeah. produced and manufactured enough. Oh, yeah. The stock is there. The supply chain is not broken. But they're making but they're holding it, yeah, it back. Because they know it makes the frenzy. Yes. I know. I tell everybody, I'm like, guys, wait six months. Mm -hmm. There's going to be five of those on every shelf. Stack deep. Yes. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So I had to let him know. I said, you don't even put it on a Christmas don't list. Don't even ask Don't me. ask for it. You're not getting it. And he said, you've said that before and you've given me gifts. I was like, this time? I mean it. That's right. Don't mm -hmm. try to get your hopes up. Boundaries. Set, set you up. Don't don't expect don't it. Don't get yourself hurt. <laughs> it's not going to be there. <laughs> keep those expectations super low. That's right. Always keep those expectations low. That's right. Oh, man. I would love to hear from our audience about some of the things, their favorite things this holiday season. You yeah, know? I would too. And I think that when we start to share um, some of the things that we like and, and don't like about the holidays, it's fun just to kind of see that we're not alone, right? It is. I, you know, especially talking to you, it's, it's nice because we both have, you know, only children. And I know sometimes like his Christmas, when I talk to people with multiple kids, I mean, it obviously looks a lot different. You have to spread it around a little bit. And so I try to be conscious of that. And, um, 
like one of the things I think we talked about last time, one of the things we do is we always adopt a couple of kids at his school and buy presents for them. And I always adopt girls because I don't ever get to buy girl stuff. And mm-hmm. so that was kind of fun to um, have Gage go with me to take that stack and drop it off and, you know, still feel like we're doing something to make everybody's Christmas a little better. Right. And as our kids start to get older, it starts to get a little sad, you know, um, the the early morning joy and the hustle and bustle of of Christmas morning, it it changes a little bit. Now he may or may not wake up by noon. (laughs) Yeah, it's different. It's in the presents are smaller. Mm -hmm. So it's not as much like there's not as much, you know, woohoo when Santa shows up because they're just little pres, they're just little gift cards and stuff. It's yeah. not like giant toys anymore. So it gets different. Yeah. He's, this is the first year he asked for gift cards for really? Christmas. Yes. And yeah. I was a little shocked. Like, really? You want a gift card? And it's okay. And he's gotten to the age where he's starting to buy his own clothes and starting to come into his own style. And so I'm like, all right. All right. Well, I guess we'll just give you money saying i'll put some money in the socket i guess and you do what you want with it do whatever you want to do with it yeah it's so, different yeah. christmas 2020 is different it's going to be really different for a lot of people and um we understand that we said like 2020 has changed a, a lot of things for a lot of people yeah um and we just recognize that and i'm going to be sad to not be able to spend it with our extended family and they know that we love them and we're thinking about them and we're just all trying to keep each other safe so that Christmas 2021, it's going to be lit. Lit. Yeah. Turn down for what? Yes. 21 is coming. I'm going to have Roman come to your house next year, and he's going to be an honorary cousin singing some of the Christmas carols. <laughs> he is welcome. You send him over because it is the cutest thing. I remember when we were kids, we hated it so much. We were like, you guys are just trying to torture us. And now that I'm the parent, you're, I'm like, but it's really adorable, guys. <laughs> but you're torturing them. That's, That's right. what parenthood is about. I Mother, mean, it's my turn. Yes. <laughs> It's like we're gonna continue the torture. That's right. Like John there's McClane. Worse, there's it, worse cycles. We can we can leave this one going. Yeah, we're gonna keep this tradition going, and we're gonna keep this tradition, motherhood and black and white family, of going, of ending this podcast with a little bit of uh, rapid fire. Oh yeah, rapid fire, the holiday edition. So, some Christmas rapid fire things for you. Okay, Tara, I have a couple for you. Okay, a real tree or an artificial tree. Artificial tree. Artificial why? Um, I mean, it's just easier. It's not <laughs> to clean up after it. I don't have to go haul it off somewhere. We just put it in the box and put it back in the attic. It's all done. Valid. So valid. Yes. <laughs> I just don't have anything better than that. Yes. I remember growing up, we did a few times go and chop down a Christmas tree. Yeah. It's like that. Eh. I mean, it's messy. It seemed very messy. Yeah. The needles and... Well, and, you know, we've had an artificial tree my entire adult life. And we actually inherited my grandmother's when we first got married. And we had it for several years. And then we replaced it about five years ago. And we replaced it with one that had the lights. Mm. And that was like game changer. You mean I don't have to do light strings? Right. I am in 100%. <laughs> but we did... Growing up, we used to do... Um, we used to string popcorn strings. So we would pop a thing of popcorn and yeah. take the needle and thread and make the popcorn by the string and put it up on the tree. But I couldn't do that now as an adult because I eat all the popcorn. Oh my God, I it would, would never make it to I'd be tree. like, why are we even doing this? That's a waste of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. Popcorn <laughs> is one of my favorite Christmas foods and one of my favorite foods of all time. In general. Yeah. So it's talking about foods. What is your favorite cookie? Uh, gingerbread cookie or sugar cookie? I would go with a gingerbread cookie. 
Really? Yeah, I love ginger and molasses cookies. I love them. Do you make them homemade? I do not. <laughs> you know me by now, girl. I'm not. I'm keeping hope alive cookies. for you. I got a fake tree and I don't <laughs> bake cookies. So I love you all. <laughs> what about you? Sugar cookies. Really? Yes. Do you ice them? Or do you just like them straight up? Well, again, yeah. when I buy them, they <laughs> right. often have they icing. They are iced. On. That's are correct. Iced. But I like either. <laughs> I like it with icing and sprinkles. Yeah. But I love sugar cookies. I think gingerbread, eh, in theory, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. In taste, you don't like so that much. spice? Oh, girl, I love that spice. No, thank you. No, so thank good. You. <laughs> I'm gonna have hot cocoa. Hot cocoa or eggnog? Oh, I don't do eggnog. Really? Yeah. Mm -mm. We do. That's one of our current family traditions. Since Gage was born, Christmas Eve, we do hot cocoa. We watch a Christmas movie and do one gift. So that's kind of our current family tradition. Hot cocoa with marshmallows or without marshmallows? Oh, with marshmallows. Come on now. With the little ones. I don't, you know, some people try to do that. I want a lot. I want a good amount. I want a mountain of little marshmallows. Some people get like the one marshmallow that you put mm -mm. on a s'more. Uh -huh. And they try to put right. that on hot cocoa. <laughs> it's not right. I need a lot of them. Lot. I want them all sprinkled in. Yes. So next week as we prepare to celebrate the Kwanzaa holiday. Yes. Let's also have some hot cocoa as we get that together and Ooh. we have that tradition and we start to share and learn about a different holiday tradition. And something that's a common misperception is that if a Black American is celebrating Kwanzaa, uh -huh. they don't or can't celebrate Christmas. And they're two separate things entirely. You know, Christmas is a Christian holiday uh -huh. celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Kwanzaa is a cultural holiday. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Please, I'm, I'm ready. I can't wait. And good tease. Also, yes. next week, yes. as part of our Kwanzaa celebration, we are probably going to have a special guest appearance by my mother. What? Yes. Because oh. growing up, we did Kwanzaa celebrations and she graciously offered to come on the podcast from her home outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, and share a Kwanzaa ceremony with us. Oh, I cannot wait. I can't wait to meet your mom. Well, quotation mark, meet. <laughs> all things are subject to <laughs> I understand. attorney veto. Be like, that's mama, right. mama, mm -mm, you had to make sure you can't talk about that. Nope, don't talk about it. But that's it. So we're going to sit on that mute button just in case. Just a little bit. So <laughs> as we continue the hectic nature of this holiday season, just to make sure that we take time to pause to breathe and to remember the reason for the season. And we're not going to ruin anything about the movie Jingle Jangle, but I will say, believe. Believe. Continue to believe in the goodness of each other, in the goodness of life, and the goodness of everything. The 2020, even though we think about the bad, mm -hmm. The goodness of all the good, the goodness of all the good, <laughs> the goodness of the good. Yeah. Okay, believe in the good and the future. And so the future will be seven days from now. We'll see you again. That's right. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Yes. And that will be our last podcast episode for 2020. Is that right? Maybe oh. not. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we sneak one more in. No, no, no. I think you're right. I think that might be. I think you're right because then it'll be January 1st is that following Friday. Yay. So, yeah. You know that that is going to be an amazing episode. We talk about yeah. New Year's. Yes. Yes. So, I so, can't wait. So many good things on the horizon again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on this Christmas episode 
of Motherhood Black and White. We've teased a bunch of fun coming up, guys. So please keep coming back each week and listening to us. We're on all platforms. Uh, You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google. We're on Amazon. We'd love it if you would rate us and review us and leave us those comments. We read every single one of them. And make sure you're hitting subscribe. You don't want to miss an episode. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. And for those of you celebrating, Merry Christmas and everyone else. Have a happy holiday. Be good to yourselves and be good to everyone in your life and take good care. We'll see you next week. Thank you.